As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's a Monday. This show is absolutely packed. Can't wait three hours. Live in L.A., it's the Herd. Soggy L.A., wet L.A. National title game tonight in L.A. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, one hour from now where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. J-Mac, we set on Thursday or Friday. If Green Bay lost, I didn't think they would, but if Green Bay lost or won and got routed in the first round of the playoffs, it was time to consider options. Are we there? Uh, the departure from the field for Aaron Rodgers last night, Colin, felt like the end of an era in Lambeau. Yeah, outplayed again late in the game. So um, this is what we talked about. I thought, I thought they'd win. But Aaron Rodgers, third straight year, not only lost, lost at home, lost as a favorite, and was outplayed in the fourth quarter at Lambeau. Look at the numbers. Not good. Mahomes isn't getting outplayed. Burrow not getting outplayed. Josh Allen, they're not getting outplayed at home three years in a row. This is what he now is. One year can be an aberration. Two, not sure. Three is reality. He has been outplayed by Jared Goff, by an old Brady, by Jimmy Garoppolo. Three straight years, fourth quarter at home. Add to the fact Green Bay's been walking on eggshells for years. Add to the fact this organization moved up to see if Jordan Love could be their future. Look at the box score last night. Green Bay had 17 first downs. Jordan Love can do that. Green Bay was 4 for 12 on third down. Jordan Love can do that. They averaged five yards a play. Detroit averaged more. And, and Detroit's defense is terrible. Jordan Love can do that. Aaron finished 15th in passer rating. 
He's not close to Mahomes or Josh Allen as a talent. He's not nearly as big and strong as Herbert. He's not even in the same galaxy right now as Joe Burrow situationally. It's time for a grown-up conversation. He's always talking about manifesting this. and He's out there, man. He's out there. And he's not committed in the offseason anymore. Mahomes is, Burrow is, Herbert is. He's now 39, and it feels like the team is second in the offseason. It's time for the grown-up talk. I mean, folks, I'm looking at his numbers last night. He got outplayed by Jared Goff, 17-27, 200 yards, a TD, and a pick. Jordan Love can do that. It doesn't cost you anything. The best two drives of the night for a quarterback, Jared Goff, who can struggle in cold weather, the best two drives of the night were Jared Goff's at the end of that game with brilliant offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. Fourth quarter, Goff had a 13-play drive, eight-minute touchdown, eight-play drive, gobbled up clock, three and a half minutes. You know what Aaron did in the fourth? Had an awful pick. Oh, he had another one, but that was called back due to a Detroit penalty. That was a bad pick. That was like, that was a pick that if Jordan Love had in his first year starting late in the game, you'd get, well, he's a kid. This whole thing about dead cap. Oh, what will the Packers do with a dead cap? Well, they're not paying Jordan Love anything. So it's not nearly as punitive. And I went and looked it up this morning. Here, I've got the dead cap situation. Absolutely, Green Bay can navigate it. Now, they won't get the draft picks if they move Aaron this year in this draft, but they'd get him in next draft. You have to move him after the draft. You can move him anytime in the summer. Every bit of that dead cap situation, you can navigate. That's what the league does. People manipulate the salary cap. They've been doing it for years, the smart teams. But I tend to be a believer. I always have. Rip the Band-Aid off. Give me the bad news. Let's go. Let's not sit around. Everybody teeth clenched, walking on eggshells. It's an unhealthy relationship. And, and, and here's the other thing, is that Green Bay's roster is very good. They've got about two, three needs. They could use another edge rusher. But what they need is another receiver and another tight end. And if you look at mock drafts, that's what they're going to do. They're going to go get a receiver in the first two rounds and a tight end in the first two to three rounds. Well, Aaron doesn't really want to work with them in the offseason. Burrow would, Mahomes would, Allen would, Herbert would, Trevor Lawrence would. Aaron doesn't want to. So the need, they don't have any needs. I mean, they really don't. There's a really good football roster. They moved into the offensive line last year. They'll probably go get another tackle in the fourth, fifth, sixth round probably. But they need another receiver. It can't just be Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, and cross your fingers. Uh, and they need another tight end. Those guys have to work with a quarterback. OTA, Summer, Aaron's not committed to that. So you're going to be back in the same place. And by the way, San Francisco's getting better. Philadelphia is getting better. Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo. These teams are getting better. Jacksonville. The league's pulling away. I don't think Green Bay and Aaron are on the same timeline. This is not an anti-Aaron rant. I was the first guy eight years ago that said, I don't like his body language. I think he's selfish. I think he's a bailer, not a baller. He's not good in fourth quarters. He's not good trailing. But that's, that's not the issue today. The issue is timeline. You know, I, I don't think the timelines matter. Here's Aaron after. At some point, the carousel comes to a stop, and it's time to get off. And I think you, you kind of know when that is. Um, and that's what needs to be contemplated. You know, is it time? Uh, also, 
what's the organization doing? You know, it's, it's part of it as well. But like I said, I, you know, I feel good about what I've accomplished in this league and um, wouldn't have any regrets walking away. Uh, but I got to see what it feels like once I get away from this. Well, of course you'd have regrets. Your last three years, you got outplayed at home by Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, and an old Tom Brady. Be honest about it, at least. Of course you'd have regrets. This is not the way you wanted it to end. I don't even know if Jordan Love can play. I really don't. Last couple times I've seen him, looks like he's getting better. I know this. If they if they let him start, that's a really good that's a really good supporting cast for a young quarterback. They got a good team. They got a good roster. They got good players. They, that, like every team, they've got three or four things they could use, but I worry about one of those things is a wide receiver. They didn't want to work with these wide receivers. That's why I didn't click until December. Here's Aaron. He was asked, if the Packers are even interested in bringing him back? Has the organization indicated to you in any way whether they want you back or not? To assume it's a foregone conclusion, um, you know, would be probably slightly egotistical, so... I'm going to be a realist here and understand that there's a lot of different parts uh, to this. And like I said, you know, I was uh, aware of, you know, the possibility of them going young if we had gotten to a point where we were out of it. And I'm aware of that possibility as well. Reasonable answer. I don't think they're anti-Aaron. I think they tolerate Aaron. But for all the walking on eggshells, I think Green Bay wants a bigger payoff. And that happens to a lot of companies. You like somebody, there are some issues with it, they're getting older. Well, what's the payoff? Well, if the payoff is getting outplayed at home by Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, and an old Tom Brady, then it's not worth what they go through. And they go through a lot. To be great at anything, you have to be committed. You can't show up to NBA training camp out of shape or you get injured. Like, Burrow's committed in the offseason. Mahomes is committed. Allen's committed. Herbert's committed. The young guns at Jalen Hurts is committed. He came back all yoked up. Aaron, eh, I'm going to a retreat. I'm not anti-retreat guy, but I am when I'm paying you 50 large. By the way, Aaron was asked, could you walk away from the, you know, 59 million bucks you still have on the contract? Could you really walk away from that? that contract I mean that's an enormous amount of money and you guaranteed it I was I'm assuming for a reason you asked for it to be guaranteed for a reason yes money is energy and uh, I have made a ton of it and I'm very thankful for this organization uh, the generational wealth that they've uh, offered me hopefully feel like that I've earned a lot of it but yeah for sure I, I can definitely walk away from that. Oh, boy. Money is energy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Go to my, go to my bank. Hey, I'd like to take out, uh, you know, $20 million in energy. Excuse me? Yeah, money is energy. Too many retreats. Too much ayahuasca. Um, listen, if he, can, if he can turn down $59 million, he's a greater man than me. I don't think I could. But Green Bay's timeline and Aaron's timeline just feel different. He wants to spend offseason doing his things. Part of me respects that. I appreciate his authenticity. I appreciate his honesty. He knows when he says stuff like that, he'll get pushed back. But this, is a, this becomes a timeline thing, right? And uh, I don't know. I look at the numbers last night. I look at the last three final games. You can get that with Jordan Love. Seems like to me. Um, I got a lot to talk about. 
I got cowboy stuff to talk about around the corner. I love days like today. I'm sitting there last night, TCU, Georgia tonight. I think we both like Georgia. I, I think it's a little bit lower scoring game. You and I agree with that. A yeah. little, little lower scoring, a little in control. The, the Michigan TCU game and the Georgia-Ohio State games were wild. Teams had a month off. The defenses couldn't tackle. My guess is tonight, defense is more efficient, lower scoring. I'll take Georgia. You? Yeah, Georgia in the under for sure. I think this is a uh, Bulldogs roll to a back-to-back titles. Yep. Well, they're the best team in college football. Have Indeed. supplanted Alabama's that. USC's right around the corner on that. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could. Maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Never get disappointed with Cowboy games because my expectations are aligned with reality. It's a team good enough to make the playoffs, but 
maybe win one playoff game, beat an old Tom Brady, nothing more. Can't beat Philadelphia on the road. Can't beat San Francisco. I'm not sure if they could beat the New York Giants if they face them today. By the way, I think the Giants are going to win a playoff game. I really do this morning. Let's talk Dallas, though. Dak finished the regular season tied with Davis Mills of the Houston Texans for the most picks in the league, 15, despite only starting 12 games. And this was, of course, very predictable. Once you pay an average quarterback, that average quarterback gets less support. Kirk Cousins, Dak, I've always said, it's the same guy. Slightly above average, can't carry a team to a win, needs a lot of help. Mahomes, it doesn't matter. He lost Tyreek Hill, doesn't matter. Best offense in the league. Dak, it does. Dak is not an A. Dak has never been an A. He wasn't a college A. He wasn't a high school A. He's not an NFL A. He's not the most talented quarterback, in my opinion, in his own division. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the world. So you can pay him whatever the market bears. But when I heard all the media and the fanboys rush out to, he deserves it. It's not a deserve league. It's not a deserve league. He's not a $45 million quarterback. He threw, he threw three more picks this year than Patrick Mahomes on 250 fewer throws and a better run game. So he, so he had more support in the run game. But, you know, again, it, it was just this two-, three-year deal where Dak deserves the big money. You pay him $45 million, and there's a formula in which Dak has to play to win. And that formula is the run game is really strong, and he becomes a complimentary piece. I had this same rant a week ago. Well, the run game yesterday averaged 2.4 yards a pop. What does that mean? Dak has to throw over 35 times. What does that mean in Dak's career? He loses. Yesterday, he was awfully at a 46 passer rating. But again, I never get too worked up. Dak's certainly good enough to win a playoff game. But when you overpay for a slightly above average quarterback, that quarterback gets exposed. Been on this for years. Let's get out of the, they deserve it. Pro sports, the NFL is a hard cap. Pay big money very infrequently. You pay it for Allen or Mahomes or Burrow and you see otherworldly talent. But the Kirk Cousins, the Dax, the Garoppolo's, you got to get a team-friendly deal. And right now, Dallas is exactly, I, I hate to do I told you, but we've been saying this for years, there's a formula. If you have a formula in which your quarterback has to play to win, then you've got to be quarterback. They're trapped with it. This is, this is what they are. I think the Brady game is fascinating because Dallas this year has been a team that loses a game, wins two or three straight. Loses a game, wins three or four straight. If you look at the season so far, Dallas should win this game. They've had setbacks. They always come roaring back. And Dallas does more things well than Tampa does. Tampa can't run the ball at all. Dallas has these weeks they can't run the football. My guess is, though, Dallas does run the football against Tampa. Dak can throw it 33 times. Brady will have to throw it 51. And that usually is not good news for an older quarterback, which Brady certainly is. But, um, I mean, Dak after the game was asked about their – I mean, this was as ugly and embarrassing as Dak has been in a long time. Not to use the language, uh, but simple as that. And um, defense – I thought I thought it gave us a chance. Did enough. I mean, obviously, some some put them in bad positions. Us and special teams did. It's a fine line, and I've got to get get better at it. And uh, simple as that, um, this won't continue. Again, Dallas is pretty good off a loss. 
They're pretty good off a loss. Let's not overreact, but let's bring expectations down. If you look at the favorites for the Super Bowl, it's a Mahomes team and a Josh Allen team and a Joe Burrow team. There's a reason for it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just won his division. Herbert pulled his franchise in. You look at the Eagles now without Jalen Hurts and with Jalen Hurts. It's a different football team. Lower expectations equals more happiness as a Cowboy fan. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Well, you said this was going to be a big show. We have breaking news, Colin. Breaking. Arizona Cardinals have fired Cliff Kingsbury. Black Monday has begun. Lovey Smith out in Houston. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury out in Arizona. Yeah. Arizona also pushed out their GM, Steve Keim. Colin, this is a bit of a surprise. I mean, Lovey Smith, we knew he would get yeah. done. Well, I, That's two coaches back-to-back, one oh, and done in okay. Houston. So the, the GM's having some personal issues. Uh, it's the second time he's had personal issues, so this was predictable. Kingsbury signed a new deal. But again, with what owners are worth now, GMs and coaches, it's a rounding error. you got to start fresh. Um, and, and the reality with this organization now is make Kyler Murray happy and make <laughs> Kyler Murray work, and it may be harder uh, wait, wait, of, hold on. Do you think that's a good strategy? Well, I'm saying it is the strategy oh, in the league. Geez. Not every. Hey, listen, Aaron Rodgers, they've been sticking with us and walking on eggshells in Green Bay for years. We had one really bad year with Kyler. First couple years, he got better every year. Wait, wait. Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl. You okay, can put but, up with some stuff when but, you're winning but, MVPs in Super Bowl. Aaron's Super Bowl. been around the league for 20 years. So this okay. kid had a league, Kyler Murray, had a year we didn't like. Aaron's had five. He's had three straight bad endings. Wow. So to me, okay. this is a quarterback leap. We now know that Brady and Belichick, it was a 70-30 Brady split. We love Andy Reid. It's funny how he now ends the AFC a lot because he's got Mahomes. I love Reid, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick. You got to get the quarterback right. Kyler Murray's not ideal. This was a bad year for Kyler. But, yeah. but, this is the franchise. He is better than all but seven, eight guys in this league as a talent. I, I got to be honest. I'm surprised you are defending him to this level. So, Colin, remember, Bruce Arians was in Arizona, built a good culture. He leaves. It's been a little rump, bumpy. Yeah. Bruce Arians was in Tampa. He leaves. It's been very bumpy. There's no culture in Arizona right now. None. Right. And a lot of it kind of starts with the quarterback. Does he want to put in the work? Colin, they know he did not do any work last year. That's why they put in the homework clause. Okay. They can check his computer to see right. how few times he watched game film. But one of the reasons New England has regressed is because Belichick only wants to draft and coach and work with people he likes. That is not the real world. You've got to have people in your locker room that drive you crazy. I own a small company. There's going to be people I have to deal yeah. with. I have to. That's the reality of companies. Not everybody at Fox's best friends. This whole league, we can say that Kyler doesn't do this and Kyler doesn't do this. Here's what he does. Complete a lot of passes. Throw a beautiful football. Won some games. More wins. More production. This year stunk. Just like Lamar Jackson I like. I don't like what I've seen in the last six weeks, but Lamar wins 75% of his starts. You can't get too precious in professional sports. There's going to be guys in the locker room. I mean, Dennis Rodman in the middle of the Bulls run said, I'm going to Vegas for a week. You got people. These are young men. They're rich. That's, that's like your third most important player. This is your quarterback. You built the franchise around him. You paid him all the money. So would you trade trade him? I don't think you can. He's oh. coming off the injury. But well, here's the problem when you're hiring a coach at GM. Can you all of a sudden say, hey, Kyler, we got to dial back the video games. You can't play as much well, video games. Sorry, we're not bringing. They brought in Hollywood Brown because he's his video game buddy. 
They're like good friends. They play video games all the time. Okay. The team knows he doesn't put in the work, Colin. I don't know how you can go in there and say, Kyler, let's fall in line. He's going to push well, back and go well, right to the owner. Well, Kyler won this go around. The GM and the coach fired. You make it very clear, Kyler, we're hiring a new GM and a coach. Now it's on you. We let you win the first skirmish. Okay, the first one, you won. GM out, coach out. But we're bringing in new people, five-year guaranteed deals. That puts a little heat on Kyler to get his act together. So he won this one. He won, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers won that battle. Aaron Rodgers now with Lafleur. Green Bay would get rid of Aaron before Matt Lafleur. You get one win. You get one win. Kyler, Kyler won this go around. But Bidwell's bringing in. Bidwell isn't like Kyler Murray either. He's trapped with that contract. Yeah. So he's going to bring in a new GM and a new coach. And they're going to try to elevate Kyler. I wouldn't be shocked if Kyler had a very good year and they eventually moved him because I don't think it works with this owner and this in this player. But never forget, Aaron got McCarthy out. Yeah. McCarthy's now in the playoffs. Aaron's not. So you can blame you can blame McCarthy for all the problems. But with a crazy outspoken owner in Jerry Jones, McCarthy's in the playoffs with a B quarterback. And Aaron's sitting home. Okay. So here's I need your truth serum. So we just talked about Lovey Smith fired, Cliff Kingsbury fired. The Houston GM comes to you. Colin, I would love to interview you for this job. Here's our breakdown. Arizona comes to you. Colin, I would like to interview you. Arizona. For this I got Kyler Murray. I got Kyler Murray. Uh, listen, I defended Kyler for several years. Okay. I'm 100% off defending Kyler. Okay, Murray. all right. Well, you and I, just, I hey, like Can we get Larry Fitzgerald on the show soon? I think he knows some stuff behind the scenes. All right, let's that, get him uh, on. We'd love to talk to him about Dave make that happen. All right, next story. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals extended their winning streak to eight with a victory over the Ravens. Uh, they clinched the three seed and another home game <laughs> against Baltimore. So they'll go back to back now. There was I, some stuff going on in this game. Bengals defensive players afterward were saying there was some cheap shots, some late hits. Uh, There's some bad blood here bad in this game. Bad blood in this game. Afterward, though, Joe Burrow said the team expects to be a lot more winning in the future. That's our standard now. So we're going to celebrate it every single time we do it. We're going to smoke our cigars, and we're going to wear our T-shirts and hats. Uh, but we expect that every year. Windows my whole career and, and everybody that, that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but uh, our window's always open. You're looking at the Super Bowl champs right there. we got to talk about the turtleneck and the hair. Who, who does I, he look like, a German rock star? I, I love Burrow. Yeah. Total adult. Absolutely great. The world bailed on them. Remember week two, yeah. they played Dallas. You weren't here. Yeah, you were here. And I said, second half yeah. against Dallas, they were 0-2, and I said, do not give up on this team. They play, They outplayed Dallas in Dallas second half. Yeah. This is the best team in the National Football League. They do not have – I don't love their corners, but they have the fewest holes. They're not great everywhere. They're not atrocious anywhere. I, didn't an offensive lineman go down, Kappa? I think he went down over the weekend. We'll I, have to check on that because they're out without Lyle Collins. Well, let's, yes, obviously if he's out. But the, the protection has been very, yeah. very good over the last six, eight I, weeks. They look more complete right now. This is not a hot take. More complete than the Bills and Chiefs. Yes, I mean, absolutely. The Bills, I don't know what's going on. Um, can we, should we talk about Lamar Jackson or save that for later? Colin, what's going on? I, I keep telling you. Baltimore media, can you do reporting here? We're, we're leaning on so you. I just want to remind everybody, Adam Schefter, incredible reporter. You know him. I know him. He said December 24th, Lamar was expected to be back. He still hasn't practiced. Schefter doesn't just throw that stuff up there. There's some stuff going on between Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. I think we I think we got to look into that. I don't think he's playing this week. The market's telling you it's going to be Tyler Huntley. Six and a half point spread. I'd, I, so if, basically, if, Lamar just said, I'm out for the well, final two months. That's not good. 
I don't like that at all. This is not the NBA. You got to play games. Well, you know who I compared him to on my podcast? Who? It's Kawhi Leonard. Remember him in San Antonio? He didn't want to go back on the court. And but ultimately, not, his teammates were like, whoa, wait, hey, he's practicing hey, with us. One of the reasons we like football better than the orange ball that's round is. We don't have load management. Yeah. That's not acceptable. You think the Baltimore Ravens, tough guys on that defense in the trenches, think, why isn't this no. guy practicing? You play hurt in the NFL. And I like a, Lamar. We, we both we, like him a lot. He wins 75% of the starts. I'm not taking a jab at him, but I think he's pushing back against them not paying him. Final I never, story. Liked, I never yeah. liked the fact that he didn't have an agent. That's just, you're going to get fissures. I, I have an agent. I get along with my bosses. But there's always tension when you get down to the last six months of you a contract. You don't want to be there negotiating. That's ah, why you're the agent. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go into the room with the bosses and we argue over it. It's like his mom's his agent, and I. Yeah. It's like ah, just get an agent, get out of that, and go play football. Separate the yeah. two. This show was begging me to come on, and I yeah. was like, I'm not negotiating with them. I had my agent come yes. in and talk to them. I was agent. like, hey, guys, I'm not going to handle agent. this. Yeah, gotta have right. Agent. Yeah, the guy All right, final story. Jags back in the playoffs, Colin. I think we both called this close game. Titans covered. Jags won. They got the defensive touchdown late. Your boy, Trevor Lawrence, didn't look particularly sharp. Uh, They're back in the playoffs for the first time since 2017. I I, I did not call this. I thought the Titans would win, but I thought the Titans would cover. They did cover, yeah. Yeah, I didn't trust the Jags to win that game. I didn't. Just, you know, like... It felt like a playoff game, and Lawrence played like a guy in his first playoff game. Every Titans game looks the exact same, win or lose. (laughs) They all are boring. They all look the exact same. Uh, Have you seen that this game against the Chargers is a pick'em? That's it, a little it, surprising. If Mike Williams, who's hurt, doesn't play, I'll take the Jacks. Brandon Staley, holy, holy. cow. I, I think we need an entire segment on him later. Like, oh, Is yeah. he trying to get fired? Why is Herbert out there in the third quarter with Eckler and Williams and Bosa? I, the three guys I wouldn't have played, Derwin James, Bosa, and Mike Williams, they get nicked up. They play. But why is Herbert out? <laughs> well, but, but Herbert doesn't have a history of that. I mean, Bosa got dinged up. Mike Williams got hurt. Like there's a, a bell cow. Uh, any lean on this game, Chargers-Jags? Again, if Mike Williams plays, I'll take the Chargers. If Mike Williams doesn't, I don't think, again, I watch more Chargers maybe than the average fan out east that doesn't see him. Yeah. Mike Williams is an impossible cover. Game changer. He's just, now Keenan Allen's their third down receiver. Keenan's been great forever. I watched him in the Pac-12. But Mike Williams has struggled with injuries since he came into this league. When he's healthy, it's a different offense. He is an impossible yeah. cover. He's 6'5", he's long, he's an incredible talent. So let's say Mike Williams doesn't play, Chargers lose. Is Staley on the I, chopping block? I, would, I, I, I have to, right? I would hire Sean Payton. I would have no... Forget Denver. I don't think you're going to get pushback on that. I think Staley may have royally screwed up big time here. All right, J-Mac with the news. That was too negative. Oh, yeah. No, you, well, no okay. you're being honest. I think everybody's saying the same thing. I'm I angry. I like Herbert. I want to see more Justin Herbert. I first of all, I get Herbert and Trevor Lawrence in a playoff game. That's like your man crush game, right? Oh my god, I love those guys. Guys are great. All right, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd lie news. So I saw this um, years and years ago. There was a statistic that half of the lottery winners, twenty years later, were broke. You can give a guy money. If he's an idiot, he won't know what to do with it. He'll buy six jet skis, NFTs, Bitcoin, four sports cars, and be out of money. Government takes half anyway. Now, people don't go as broke as often with the lottery because the money you win now is just so much exponentially bigger. But the Bears clinched the number one spot because the Texans won. First of all, you don't tank in the NFL. I mean, it, it, it's... I mean, you can not play certain guys, but in the end, the reason we all love the NFL... 
These guys give everything. Everything. Every week. They play hurt. They play in crappy weather. I mean, Detroit last night, that is why we love the NFL. Detroit's effort last night is why we love the NFL. The Texans' effort is why I consider the NFL my favorite sport. They work hard. They work in bad weather. They can have a bad coach. No quit ever. Texans and Lions are like they're playing for the Super Bowl. That's why we like this sport over the orange round ball. Um, But, so it's great the Bears have the number one pick. They're the family member who wins the lottery. They're not going to know what to do with it anyway, right? Defensive coach, no offensive sensibility. Who's their best wide receiver ever? I mean, does, does a Bear fan realize this morning that this organization is a lot closer to the Houston Texans than the rival Packers? The Packers win every year. The Packers are good. The Packers are disappointed greatly when they miss the playoffs, which they rarely do. I mean, Matt Nagy made the playoffs an offensive coach. You had it all figured out, ran him out of town. This team just lost, what, 10 straight games? That's hard to do in the NFL. 10 straight losses? Defensive head coach, and you were last in defense? So my my takeaway is you have a pitiful offensive line, a bad receiving core, and in 2022, those are the two things you got to get right. So I love the fact that the Bears have leverage and power, and they're going to get multiple picks, but I don't think they're going to know what to do with it. I mean, last year's draft's a great example. First two picks, a corner and a safety, they're both great. By the time they got to the third round, they drafted a wide receiver. They could have called me, a guy that can't track the ball, a guy that's kind of a fast guy that can occasionally on a jet sweep or up the sideline do something nice, but he's not a third-round wide receiver. He's not a big-time starter. To me, this organization is clinging to the 1985 Bears. Every year, they've got another you know, game, they're celebrating this and they're celebrating that. Enough. You know how long ago 1985 was? <laughs> I mean, seriously, none of the devices we use today weren't even ideas then. So it, it is, if you start looking around the NFL right now, 10 of the 11 top scoring offenses, 10 of the 11 made the playoffs. 10 of 11. The only exception, that Lions team. And they finish 9-8. and eight. And right now, Chicago does very little well on offense. The building's a defensive head coach, defensive-leaning building. So if I was the Bears, I would not only trade down with the pick, but I would trade down and not just get draft picks because they've shown no ability to draft offensive players and develop them. I'd go to the Raiders and say, you want it? Give us Hunter Renfro and picks. So then I have Chase Claypool. I have Mooney. I've got Hunter Renfro, and I can draft one. I would go to Indianapolis, and I'd say, give us your best offensive lineman. Quentin Nelson had an off year, but give me Quentin Nelson and a tight end, the kid you drafted last year, and a bunch of picks. But the idea that it's just, hey, just give us a bunch of draft picks, and we'll figure it out, please. This organization, the offensive line, the receiving core, it's a mess. And I worry about the development of Justin Fields, who is now wildly spectacular He does the 8, 9, and 10 of quarterbacking pretty well, but 1 through 7, I worry about his development. But just because you're in a power position or win the lottery doesn't mean you know what to do with the money. And I have great fear about Chicago. I don't think a bunch of draft picks solves it. I think some draft picks and a player or two on the offensive side. I would get a starting lineman and a pick or two. A starting receiver, Hunter Renfro, and a pick or two. Because there's no history here. They know what they're doing offensively. 
Just, just isn't. They've won their division one time in 12 years. The Texans have won theirs six times in 12 years. So you're all laughing today at the Texans. Texans are a better organization last 12 years than the Bears by a lot. <laughs> by a lot. All right. Where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong, top of the hour. Also, I, we got to talk about the Chargers situation, the Patriots situation. Even Bill Simmons is bailing on the Patriots. <laughs> He's good. I mean, it's, it is, they don't even resemble what they used to be. They're now bad at special teams. I mean, New England was the smartest team in the league with special teams. They were draft left-footed punters. They're atrocious at special teams. They don't do anything right now. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's The Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HERD, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Intelligence runs in the family. So does innovation. Extraordinary runs in the family. 2023 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Learn more at MBUSA.com. So it got everybody um, a little worked up. The Chargers are in the playoffs. And I had said throughout the course of the year, you have to make the playoffs with Justin Herbert. Herbert was the best quarterback in the league that didn't make it last year. But you had a new coach. You had a new culture. The division was pretty interesting with Kansas City and Oakland squeezed in and Denver was playing great defense last year. So, okay. But by year two, you have to get into the playoffs. Well, they did. But Brandon Staley, remember, Brian Dable was the favorite to get this job. Brian Dable would have been the coach I hired for this job. They went with Brandon Staley, a defensive coach with virtually no experience in this league. My two takeaways yesterday from Denver and the Chargers is, number one, (laughs) Russell Wilson starting to cook. (laughs) Okay. And number two, Brandon Staley sometimes feels like he's making it up as he goes. Now, he's young. He's inexperienced. So part of me, uh, like, he's smart. I don't doubt he's smart. I don't doubt he's a good teacher. He's not a dummy. Uh, I, I just think the NFL is probably not a place where you should be learning how to be a head coach, right? Like, I like my presidents to have been governors or senators. I don't like president making it up as you go. And so yesterday, the Chargers played their starters. Now, what's interesting about that is that Staley doesn't play starters in the preseason. Why the game's meaningless. So why would you play him? Yesterday, it's, it's, it's meaningless. Got to be consistent or players don't buy it. So he played Kenneth Murray, linebacker, got a stinger. He played Mike Williams, often hurt, got hurt. He played Bosa, often hurt, got hurt. He played Derwin James. Like the Chargers slogan this year and last year should be just wait until we're healthy. Every time there's a problem, just wait until we're healthy. Bruh, you are healthy. Stay healthy. Don't play Murray. Don't play Bosa. Don't play Derwin. Don't play Mike Williams. Don't play Keenan Allen. If you want to play him for a series, he was playing him late into the second half, some into the fourth quarter. So, I, I, I mean, even Todd Bowles, a defensive coach who lacks an offensive sensibility, you know, Brady got yanked out of that game very quickly. But this entire organization's disappointment has often been centered around one thing injuries so why play starters going into a playoff game it's just incredibly inconsistent and brandon staley talked about it after we were trying to compete in the game and we only have 48 guys on the team that are active for the game and so uh, we wanted to make sure that they went um, a good ways in this football game and competed at a high level and then when we felt like it was right for them to get out of the game then that's what we were going to do slowly phase them out Um, so that we get them ready for next week. If you go to Jacksonville and Mike Williams can't play and you get trounced, I think I would make a coaching change. Again, I think Brandon Staley's smart. I don't like calling for people's jobs. But it does feel like the team does not have an identity two years in. What is their identity? 
Kansas City, it's clever, right? Like the Cincinnati, situationally outstanding. For years, New England's dynasty, smart details. What's your identity? It can't be Justin Herbert's really good. It's not an identity. These defensive coaches, Todd Bowles, some, now suddenly Tampa's the worst running team in the league. By the way, I like Mike Tomlin, but the O-line never seems to be better. I like Sean McDermott. Running game, they bail on it. I wouldn't have gone with a defensive coach. Here is the playoffs for next weekend. I think, I think the Chargers-Jags game is fantastic. So my gut feeling this morning is I would take, I would take the Jags if Mike Williams is not 100%, I, I, that's my gut feeling this morning. It's not cement. Uh, I think Buffalo's going to route Miami. We don't even know who's going to be quarterback. Remember, Miami outplayed them in Buffalo late in the year, so you're going to be able to get this team highly motivated. Uh, I think Cincinnati does go on to beat the Ravens. That Baltimore situation, as J-Mac said, is hard to wrap your brain around. I don't know what they're doing. So my takeaway, the Chargers, Jags, I can be talked into either side. It really becomes a health issue. Mike Williams is an impossible cover. Um, Jags home field advantage is nothing. It doesn't mean anything. The Chargers home field advantage doesn't. These could be the two least effective home field advantages. So it's just going to be who makes the better plays. NFC. Let's go over to the NFC right now. Um, listen, the Seahawks have sputtered for six weeks. I think San Francisco's has a chance to just make that ugly very quickly. They also outplay them both times they play this year. Uh, Vikings, Giants. I like the Giants in an upset. I think Brian Dayball, good coaches, extra time. Uh, Brian Dayball's my coach of the year. Pete Carroll and Tomlin certainly get votes. Kyle Shanahan, Brian Dayball's my coach of the year. I think the Giants go into Minnesota and beat them. And I, I think they may control them. I love how they rested starters. I mean, Daniel Jones certainly needs work. Rested him. Chargers play Herbert. I don't get it. Cowboys at the Buck is... Brady's never lost to the Cowboys, so that's something. Uh, but Tampa can't run the football at all. What about your theory that... You know, if you play one week and get blown out, you usually bounce back the next week. Does yes. that apply to Dallas here? Yes. Because I don't think anybody is going to be betting the Cowboys this week. Yeah. Everybody just watch that. And they're like, ah, oh, Tampa, Brady, come on. We saw the season opener, 19-3, Tampa dominated. The rule is generally, if you have a capable quarterback, Dak's certainly capable, and you get blown out the next week you play well. Yeah, Dak was abysmal yesterday. I think I saw you tweet yeah. about it. He was as oh. bad as we've seen. Something seemed off yesterday. I don't know. But I do like the Cowboys to uh, do well this week. Okay. I, I'm curious, in the, in the AFC, to go Let's back go back there, to the AFC. Uh, Tua, unlikely to play. However, get, Teddy Bridgewater they'll get may rolled. get... Okay. No chance. None. Tyreek Hill also got banged up against the Jets. If, if you don't have Tyreek Hill going into Buffalo. I mean, we talk about the Packers having an adult conversation. It's time to have one with Tua. Mm. I mean, you have to sit down as an organization. You look at who you play. Josh Allen twice a year. Burroughs, Mahomes. Eh. I got a small guy. Injury history in college pro. Couldn't finish the season. I think you have to. I think sometimes you have to have these uncomfortable conversations. Tua's lack of size and health, concussions. I mean, that it's not like it's a shoulder injury. Concussions can happen on any play in good protection. Um, I think you have to have an adult conversation in Miami because I like a lot of what they do. 
I'm telling you, Miami, if Brady went there tomorrow or Derek Carr went there tomorrow or Garoppolo went there tomorrow, Miami's good. Miami made the playoffs and fell, you know, kind of fell apart in the last month. That's hard to do in this league, <laughs> especially when you had Buffalo in your division. All right, Colin Wright, Colin Wrong, hour two in L.A. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, Gainbridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder Gainbridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at Gainbridge.io. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.